Well, well, well. We talking playoffs again. Playoffs. Man. You know, you know, at first I thought, you know, things would be kind of a little bit lackluster in the first round. But, you know, things surprised me. I mean, who would have thought, right? Who would have thought the Magic would beat the Bucks? Who would have thought the Portland Trail Blazers? Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Would beat the Lakers as bad as, you know, they did. Who would have thought the Mavericks, you know, would beat the Clippers like that? A lot of interesting things, you know, as playoffs. And... You know, just by judging awesome things, there is kind of like, you know, a little, how should I say this? These contending teams, their flaws are showing right now. You know, obviously Chris Middleton, who I've been clamoring all season. Like, dude, this guy is not as good as you think he is, you know? Like... Yeah, you know, he's got like that 50-40-90 season, but dude, like, this is not the guy you should be giving that $180 million to, but I understand why you're giving it to him. You're overpaying him to stay because Milwaukee is not a free agent destination. So, you're stuck with him, right? The main goal is to appease, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? I mean... I didn't see game three against the Bucks versus the match, but I do know the Bucks blew them out like pretty badly, right? But you know, Chris Milton is like averaging like less than 10 points or something like that. I'm like, what is going on with Chris Middleton, right? Like, you know, I thought he was he was not as good as you know his contract is. And he's not as good as uh in the playoffs of the, that he um he is in the regular season, but to have 10 points only after averaging, you know, that 50, 40, 90. Well, technically, he didn't average 50, 40, 90. But, you know, you get my point, right? Like, he, he had a great, great season. And now to, to this, I'm like, ugh. Like, what? I knew it, you know. He's a, he's a phony. He's a phony. But <clears throat> the main thing I wanted to talk uh, in this uh, episode is, you know, the Clippers, right? Mainly what I've seen from the Clippers. Um, starting off with Mr. Paul George himself, you know, you know playoff P, right? You know, pandemic P, you know, whatever you want to call him, George Paul, you name it, right? Like, dude, like, what is Paul George doing? Like, just by watching him play, like, he's taking stupid shots. I mean, just the whole Clipper offense, right, is just pretty trash when you think about it. Like, yeah, you know, they didn't... The main problem with the Clippers is that they don't really have chemistry with each other, right? Every day there's something wrong with the Clippers lineup. Either, you know, you know, Kawhi's out for load management, you know, PG's out for shoulder stuff, you know, Patrick Beverly's out for thigh injury or whatever's. Um, you know, Lou Will. 
Lou Will out for, you know, strip joints and stuff. Like, you name it. Like, they, they're dealing with a bunch of stuff, a bunch of injuries th- throughout the whole season. And, you know, with this pandemic going on right now and, like, the bubble, like, they want to use the remainder of the games to build chemistry with each other. And now they can't, right? So the eight games that they played is just, like, here's that. Like, there you go. Yeah, you know, I don't know what Doc Rivers is doing, you know, to be honest. Like, I mean, this dude just always loves just rotating weird lineups every game. Like, I don't know what offense they're running. It's more of a, you know, like, here you go, here you go. Like, it's your turn. It's your turn. Isolation play. Like, <clears throat> like, you know, yeah, you know, it can work because you guys have a lot of, like, <clears throat> sorry. You guys have, like, a lot of, like, Great isolation players, right? You got like you know Kawhi Leonard, you got Lou Williams, you got Paul Jordan, stuff like that. Hell, hell, you even got Marcus Morris, right? So I've seen this dude post up and like, like, run plays by himself. So whatever. But you know stuff like that. It just the team just does not look prepared whatsoever, and. You know, they're going to run some more issues. Like for, for them to, like, struggle as much against the Mavericks from just what I'm seeing, is, is it's kind of like, you know, give me a thought. Like, dude, like, you're supposed to be known for, like, defense, right? I mean, there's just no perimeter defense in players right now. That's what I'm seeing. Like, dude, lack of discipline, you know, lack of, you know, IQ as of right now is just like low. Like, what is going on? Like, how? Like, you would think the Clippers would like step it up, right? But you know, there's a lot of growing pains going on right now. Now, am I you know switching my pick from the Clippers off to win the championship? Not really. I still have the Clippers winning the chip so far. But I mean, just from their play right now, I'm thinking like, dude. They're like a super very, they're like super vulnerable right now. Like, I mean, just watching Paul George play right now, I'm like, dude, like, what's going on, Paul George? First of all, before like, the playoffs starts, this guy said that his shoulders were, were the healthiest it's ever been, right? Because he's always had injuries going into the playoffs. I mean, just by going back to OKC, right? He had like that MVP caliber season where he was. Arguably defensive player of the year and a top three MVP candidate, right? I mean, this dude is putting up Kevin Durant-like numbers in OKC. Like, when I say Kevin Durant-like numbers, I meant, like, OKC Kevin Durant numbers. And this dude is dominant, like, on the defensive end. But, you know, he do play, played, like, so hard, like, you know, he went to the... the the postseason with like shoulders messed up like pretty badly, so that kind of affected his shot. So when you went and we looked at the series, like in the Portland Trailblazers series, like his percentages were down. It's because both his shoulders were messed up and stuff, and like that. Like I mean, this dude was hustling so hard. I guess I think I think he hurt like in one of his hustle plays for like defense, but you know, whatever. It's like now that you know. He said that, oh, this is the healthiest I've ever been from that break off, right? Like, everyone had a break off. Like, 
He, he goes in game two when they lost, like he ices his shoulder. I'm like, what is going on, Paul George? Are you telling me his shoulder's messed up again? Like, what is going on? Like, Paul George, you know, I wouldn't trust him as, you know, the main guy on the team. Now, he is a great, you know, secondary player. You know, Kawhi Leonard, absolutely 100% trust Kawhi Leonard right on the Clippers. Paul George, I'm like, eh, you know, he, at least he can defend, right? Like, you know, I'll give him that. But like, he'll, he'll give you, he'll shoot, you know, 48% from the field by dropping, you know, 31 game. Next game, he'll drop 10 points on like 20% shooting. I'm like, what the? Like, dude's super inconsistent. Like, Paul George has always been like this, right? He's always been like this. Now, he doesn't have the volume to, you know, boost up his field goal percentages right now because the Clippers are kind of more of a balanced team where, you know, a lot of people can light up um, the opposing teams for, like, 20. I mean, that's how they're built with Kawhi being the guy who can, who's, who can consistently give you, like, 25 every game. You know, Paul George, I'm like, you know, just about watching Paul George game two and game three, like, I mean, the shots he was taking, you know, when he was driving in, looking for calls, like, like something, like he needs to get out of his head. Like Paul George is kind of disappointing right now. Like you would think, right? Like the amount of shit that Paul George was talking like to like Damian Lillard, the amount of shit he was talking to the, the NBA fans that, you know, were kind of like bugging him. Like, hey, you know, game two, what happened, right? And he told everyone like, hey, y'all, y'all need to shut the fuck up, right? Like. I'm going to be who I'm going to be. Some some of that sort. Like, he, he posted, like, some Instagram post where he was, like, blast, putting the fans on blast. And the fact that he got a, being an even worse game after that, and then he said that, you know, some sort of, like, shot against James Harden. I'm like, you know, I'm not James Harden, right? Was, yeah, I'm no James Harden. I'm no, you know, I, that, that's that's not my knack is to, to shoot the ball, score the ball. Um, you know, I can, um, and I pride myself on being – effective on both ends um, but it's gonna be nice like this where I just can't make a shot um, and I gotta I can't allow that to affect my game like relying on scoring like I got defense like my yo Padre are looking like a clown right now dude there's something about this something about Doc Rivers right I mean you think Doc Rivers you think of like guys like like he, he coaches teams that are like pretty like unlikable like you think about it. you think about the lob city clippers right you know cp3 you know blake griffin deandre jordan well, those are some douchebags right like the only cool guy you like you would think on the clippers was like jamal crawford he's chill jamal's chill right and then you go to the celtics right like yeah kg's annoying ass sometimes you got paul pierce you rondo and then, then you got Ray Allen. He's like the chillest dude there. Like he's like one guy's the only. There's only one guy like on the team. The arrows like all right, you know this guy's pretty cool and stuff. Like that's like Kawhi right now for the Clippers. Like Kawhi is like, you know, like the chillest dude there. You got, yeah, Montrezl Harrell. You know, not really. You know, after what he said, Luka Doncic or something. Like, Ugh, like all right, dude, like relax. Then you got Paul George's clown ass. Then you got Lou Will's clown ass with, you know, and stripper joint stuff. Like, like people are not really that likable on the Clippers. Like, they, they, they got, yeah, with the Morris, one of the Morris twins. Like, oh, man. 
I mean, just thinking about it, like, it was like, it's like Doc Rivers has something, like something's in the water that, you know, Doc Rivers is giving this player that they're making him like, they're making them look pretty unlikable. I mean, just by thinking about it, like, like with previous teams, like who was even like likable? I mean, there's only one dude. I mean, going back to the magic, like what? T-Mac? Going back. Like, Grant Hill wasn't really even playing because he got injured. I mean, just by going back. Like, who? Something, uh, you know, it's up with Doc Rivers' teams and stuff. Like, for me, Doc Rivers is one of the most overrated coaches. But, you know, that's another story for another day. But, I mean, you know, Paul George has to step up. Like, you can't be putting up these performances when you go deeper into the playoff settings, right? Like, you will need to be dependable. Like, Lou Will, like, dude, Lou Will is not as good as, you know, people may make him out to be in the postseason, right? There's a reason why, you know, Lou Will gets bounced around the teams, multiple teams, over and over again. Like, dude won six man of the year in the Toronto Raptors, right? Gets bounced out of there, like, because... You know, he's a super li- liability on defense, right? They, like, exploit him to the max. I mean, just by watching the Dallas Mavericks, right? You got, you got, you know, Trey Burke looking like Allen Iverson right now. He's just blowing past people and stuff. And you got, you got, like, um, other uh, players, like Luka Doncic blasting off from him. Ah. Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. Well, I'll be damned. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Um, as I was saying, I mean, you got, like, Luka Dossage. Just driving it in right now. I mean, everyone's basically switching off Lou Williams. And that's always been the game plan. Like Lou Williams is their weakest link when he when they when he's put in. I mean, you know, that's why they need Patrick Beverly to fill in that uh, position so then they can help out with the defense. But even still, you know, when you have Paul George helping out, Marcus Morris and Kawhi Leonard, I mean, it shouldn't be that easy. For the Mavericks to drive it in at will, like, all the time, like, you, I mean, just by seeing it, like, you think, like, dude, this is pretty disappointing, like, I mean, this falls off from coaching as well, I mean, the lack of discipline is, is it's pretty surprising, I mean, but, you know, I guess since, you know, everyone's in, like, a new setting right now, and Kawhi Leonard's the one that's coming off a championship run, like, only he's the one that's pretty serious about it right now. Like, everyone's probably thinking, like, you know, it's the Mavericks. Like, it's the seventh seed. We're, like, the second seed. Like, it shouldn't be no problem. Look, like, with that kind of attitude, like, you should really be wary of, you know, running into running into adversity. And, you know, when adversity kicks in, like, Like, we'll see who will be the one to step up. Like, you know, you know, since today's Sunday, right? You know, I, the game hasn't even started yet. So, Paul George could drop, like, you know, hey, he could have a great game. Like, and I could be totally wrong, you know. But, you know, Paul George is super inconsistent, right? I mean, he is basically the X factor, it seems like, sadly to say. You know, because of all the depth that the Clippers have, like, you know, 
Paul George is the one that's literally just shooting them out of the game sometimes. I mean, when you see this guy, like, I mean, what is, like, what's going on, like, with the offense right now? It's basically just here's your turn, here's your turn, here's your turn. Right? It's no really cohesion of, you know, passing the ball. He's an open man as of yet so far. I mean, they're, they're basically just winning based off of just their pure talent right now. And, you know, we'll see if, like, um, we'll see if it, if they sharpen up because, like, you know, they're going to need it, like, in the second round. Like, I mean, it's going to be looking like a battle right now for the Nuggets and the uh, Utah Jazz, right? I mean, you know, I thought the Nuggets would be winning by six. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, Utah's looking pretty good right now. And who knows? Who knows what might happen, but. You know, the stage is set right now. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, look, Kawhi Leonard is balling his ass off right now to carry this team. And, you know, the Clippers need to shape it up or, you know, their trade of, you know, Paul Drew is going to look, it's going to be looked at as like, you know, like, really? Like, like, is, was this guy the only guy available? Because, I mean, you think about it. Paul George was not the first choice or even the third or fourth choice for Kawhi Leonard. Like, for me, I'm thinking Kawhi Leonard is the guy who settled for Paul George. Because he originally called Kevin Durant. He called Kyrie Irving. He called, I think he reached out to Jimmy Butler as well. Like, basically all the top tier free agents. I don't know if he ever reached out to Kemba Walker. I mean, that would have been nice too. I like Kemba. Um, then he tried to get James Harden, like, like, Hey, you know, he, yeah. Like Jerry West and, and I forgot who was in the front front office for the Clippers something Miller. I don't know, but they tried calling for James Harden. Like, Hey, is he available? And then he went to OKC. He's like, Hey, you know, is Russell Westbrook and Paul George available? Cause that was the main, you know, negotiation point. I mean, the reason why, like, Kawhi Leonard was asking the Ronald Rabbit to trade for, you know, Russell Westbrook and Paul George because, like, I'm pretty sure he wanted, you know, the Raptors to show the Raptors, like, hey, you know, like, I'm willing to stay, but, you know, you have to really, really blow me out of the water because I, I'm my goal is set on L.A. Like, I want to go back home. And, you know, he's like, but if you make it, like, a super team, like, I'll be willing to stay for that time period. And the rappers like, nah, man, I think, I think we're set on, you know, this team and, you know, it's sad to say that you're, you're going to leave, but, you know, thank you for that championship, you know, and quite like, all right, you know, it was nice working with you. Peace out. I'm in the Clippers right now. And I guess OKC was basically saying like, like, we can't give you Russell Westbrook, but, but, you know, we'll, we'll take you, we'll, we'll give you Paul George. And the Clippers like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And boom, that's how it happens. And, you know, Paul George got to step it up. Like, Kawhi Leonard ain't going to, ain't going to be too happy, dude. When he sees, when he sees him, like, after the game, like, dude, he's going to be like, what the fuck was that? But, I mean, honestly, you know, Clipper trouble is going on right now. But, you know, I, I'm still, 
so confident that they'll pick it up and they'll be in the finals, I believe. But, you know, stranger things have happened so far in the bubble. So, you know, it's 2020. Now, I want to speak on, you know, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, we fun guy. Where's tomorrow? Fun guy, what's up, baby? What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you know? This is, uh, this yeah. Right. When you think of Kawhi Leonard, you think of, you know, super high peak, you know, career. But he doesn't have longevity or the accomplishments. I mean, think about it. Kawhi Leonard does not even have like 9K points, I think, or even 10K points for the matter. Like his career stats are pretty low in comparison towards like other great players, right? Because when you think Kawhi Leonard, he's obviously a great player, all-time great. But he doesn't have, he only has like, what, three or four all-star appearances? Like, it's pretty low compared to a lot of, you know, these players. Um, He's had like very low all-NBA, you know, awards. And, you know, a couple of Defensive Player of the Year awards and All-NBA, you know, defense, right? Like, very little, like, when you think about it. But there's no denying, you know, his greatness. Like, like his peak as of right now is, you know, all-time great. When you think of Kawhi Leonard, you have to think of someone of the sort on the likes of, like, you know, Sandy Koufax, right? Like, you know, that Dodger pitcher that had, like, a very short, you know, career. But, you know, he was winning, like, four like, World Series, right? Like, his all-time peak was, like, possibly, you know, the greatest pitcher of all time. For a short amount of time, like Haley's Comet, uh, he was probably the, the greatest pitcher that I had ever seen. Like. I don't even watch baseball, but, you know, when you when people mention, you know, Sandy Koufax, right, like, even I know, like, this guy is, like, you know, might be the greatest pitcher of all time at his peak, right? But the reason why, like, he's not really in the conversation as much as, you know, others because, like, his peak was short-lasted, like, five years, right? Yeah, I think about that, like, Kawhi Leonard. Like, Kawhi Leonard is possibly, you know... You know, this might be his last contract if you think about it. Like, you know, his injury is never going to go away. Like, I don't give a shit, like, if people say, like, oh, you know, look at this, you know, weak-ass dude, like, loan managing and stuff. Like, like you know, back in my day, like, every guy will play with, you know, injuries and knickknacks and all that stuff. Like, this guy is, you know, soft and stuff. Stuff like that. First of all, dude, inflammation and the patella tendon or or, you know, in his, you know, leg is never going away. It needs to be managed throughout this, this whole season. Like, it cannot, like, it is a debilitating and degenerative injury, if I, if I remember correctly. And, you know, I believe the closest player to have that kind of injury is Marco is uh is one of the baseball players I believe I think it's like what's his name is uh Mark McGuire I think or maybe I'm getting the name wrong but it's one of the player baseball players and he had the same injury 
and his career ended after that injury. Like, like once you get that degenerative, like, you know, de- just in general, degenerative injuries, right? Like, you're done, basically. Like, you know, it's never going away. It needs to be, like, you know, managed. Like, I don't know how how they're doing it. I mean, just by, you know, the stories of Sandy Koufax, right? Like, he had a degenerative, like, arm issue. Like, these pitchers were, you know, basically just throwing it throwing it until their arm literally fell off like their arm literally fell off like like i think there's like stories of him where he would pitch like so hard that his arm would turn black like stuff like that you think about it like you know you know with modern day like science and stuff like would he have you know had additional years probably but you know, that's a lot of a lot of what ifs. And you know, that's you know, that's why I got me thinking about Kawhi Leonard. Like, dude, this might be it for Kawhi Leonard. This might be his last contract. Or maybe he finishes out like a, a la- one more contract, but maybe like two, three years. I mean, like like this is this is peak value Kawhi Leonard. Like ever since that injury with, you know, Zasa Pachulia, like like it just like I don't know if they accelerated that injury or just, you know, just messed up everything, but it's just, it's just sad to say that, you know, this might be it for Kawhi Leonard. Like, he will never win a final, like, not final, he will never win a regular season MVP because his body is not built to last in the, in the regular season. That's why when he says he wants to play in the fine in the postseason, he wants to maximize his limitations in the postseason, right? That's why I don't understand when people like, you know, talk about Kawhi Leonard and like, you know, bring up his load management, his resting and stuff. Like, dude, he has to rest, right? Like, you're bringing in a player that's obviously a franchise changing player, but, you know, he had degenerative, you know, issues in his leg. Like, you would need to, you know, you would need to like be very careful of overloading his, his leg. And like that's why, you know, Kawhi Leonard reached out to like, you know, like the top tier free agents because like he needs someone to like literally steady the ship in the regular season where basically like, you know, They'll be having they'll have a good seed in the regular season. And once he comes in maximized in the postseason, that's when like that team will finally put it all together and then they'll you know make their run to possibly a finals appearance, right? That's what Kawhi's Leonard's thinking and what the Clipper offense thinks. Right? You know, that's why he reached out. That's why you wanted, you know, Kyrie Irving. I guess you wanted Kevin Durant because he has like what two, three years left. So so you know, it's going to be the Kevin Durant, you know, and Kawhi show like fully next season. But, you know, he wanted Kyrie Irving to carry the load in the in the regular season and he'll come in. He wanted James Harden. He wanted probably like Russell Westbrook as well, like stuff like, like people that can hold their own for the regular season. And until he comes back like fully, like he'll appear in the regular season as well. But until he comes back fully, that's when you really see like the real, you know, Kawhi Leonard. And you know, it's kind of sad to say, like, he will be the most, like, weirdest player to rank. 
like people are saying that you know like oh like, if he wins this season like he's gonna be in the top 10 and stuff no i don't think so like top 10's kind of reaching it right like Kawhi leonard obviously a lot of arguments are going to be against him for you know he doesn't have enough accomplishments like in general like for me Kawhi Leonard's probably top 30 all time, probably. Probably. Like, I mean, just think about it. Like, dude, like, he has, like, less than 5,000 rebounds, I believe. Less than 5,000 assists. Like, less than 10,000 points. Like, just by thinking about those numbers, like, like, ugh. Like, like, you would think, right? Like, okay, like, like. If you take out his name, like, I was like, okay, like, whatever. It's like, you know, like, that, that career is okay. But if you put his name, you put, oh, but those are Kawhi Leonard's, like, you know, career stats. Like, oh, like, Kawhi Leonard. There's no doubt Kawhi Leonard's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt. Defensive Player of the Year, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, two-time Finals MVP. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, for him to leapfrog, a lot of players into the top 10, you know, players of all time, he doesn't have enough accomplishments to deal with that. Because when you need to be in top 10, you need the career accomplishments, championships, MVPs, finals MVPs, you name it. Top 10 players, they got it all, right? What Kawhi lacks is, you know, the career accomplishments. Now, I don't know all time where, you know, Sandy Koufax, like, compares to a lot of the modern day greats as well. Because he was, like, in the black and white, you know, era where it's, like, very old. And, well, I mean, this is when, like, Vince Scully was, like, you know, young. Like, he, when he was interviewing, like, Sandy Koufax. But, I mean, Kawhi Lance could be the weirdest player to, to rank all time. Because, like... You know Kawhi Leonard's a franchise-changing player. It's just that, you know, his peak is to be so short compared to a lot of the modern-day greats. I mean, for him to have, like, what, four seasons of being super all-time great? What others have had, like, you know, like, let's just say, like, you know, LeBron James, right? He's had, like, you know, probably, like, I'm throwing out a number that I'm not can't even verify, but like 10 years of all-time greatness, right? Like just 10 years of all-time greatness. Something like that sort. Like, like you can see the vast difference in you know top 10 players. And like, you know, Kawhi Leonard, if he wins this year and he wins, like, you know, I don't know, next year as well, like it's gonna be like it's gonna throw out like a monkey wrench and like a lot of these like rankings and stuff. So all in all, like, like I approve of this, like, you know, like load management. Like, dude, some players need load management, like, in order to them to like have a, like a longer career. Like, would I have loved Tracy McGrady to have load management? Absolutely. I mean, his degenerative issues in his knees were messed up. Would I have loved, you know, Brandon Roy, Grant Hill, um, Derrick Rose have load management? Of course, you know, you would love like all-time greats to survive and see how they would, you know, they would continue to improve. And sometimes, you know, it is what it is sometimes. Like, there's no guarantee for load management to work, but, you know, it helps, you know, prolong certain people's, you know, careers. So 
And at the end of the day, like, you know, you do what you got to do to win. And, you know, that's what Kawhi Leonard is going to do. And he's doing, he does what he got to do to win. And he's balling. He's balling right now. Like, you know, in my opinion, best player in the game right now. You know, he's living off the mid-range. I don't even know why more players don't play like that. But, you know, this analytics ball stuff, it's, uh, gets a little, gets a little too sciency. That's not a word, but, you know, it gets a little too... It, it doesn't look like basketball sometimes. So sometimes, like, you know, you just got to play based off of what you know. But, you know, there's no denying a Kawhi Leonard. It's an all-time great. Now, I got to say... You know, just by judging off the what I saw yesterday from the Lakers and the Blazers, you know, the Blazers are like I've said before, they're super inconsistent. Now, I originally thought the Lakers should would would have swept the Blazers, and they should sweep the Blazers, right? I thought they should because the Blazers are just super inconsistent. Like you don't even know what's gonna happen with them. Like they can light you up, they can just light themselves on fire. Basically, that's what I'm thinking, right? I mean, you had CJ and, and Dame Leonard playing their ass off, right? And then, like, the other players, like, they didn't really step up. Mar Hazanya's ass, right? You know, he finally plays Anthony Simons. He's not really doing too much. You know, Nurkic is, um, he's not looking too well right now in the conditioning side. Like, he's looking dead tired. Whiteside can't rebound, right? Like, this just shows, like, Whiteside's always been a stat pattern, dude. Dude, he, dude, he just goes for blocks unnecessarily he doesn't really play a like, disciplined defense he's always been like that he's getting out rebound like this portland team's getting out rebound so easily they're putting no fight into it you know they're playing two perimeter heavy you know offense of shooting threes and stuff when they need to establish you know have nurkish establish rhythm right? but they're not right and it's just super, like, you know, sometimes it gets super early to watch, right? And then you got the Lakers, right? Their shooting woes are, like, terrible. Just terrible, right? I mean, people were hyping up for Rondo coming back. I don't give a, I don't give a crap about Rondo, playoff Rondo. We don't want to see that, dude. Rondo is going to look like a statue. I'm sure of it like the defense that Ronald's gonna bring back would not be the same as it once was you know in past times like I mean Rondo's look you know they desperately need a playmaker off the off the uh, off the bench right now they're relying on Anthony Davis to you know pull their asses out of the trenches when it you know becomes droughts of you know sh missing a bunch of shots beat his own like that so hey hey man hey it's called control. <laughs> I mean, that's why Frank Vogel's putting in, you know, J.R. Smith's dumbass, right? Like, like J.R. Smith, they need more shooting, and even then, J.R. Smith's not even doing that well. And what happened to Dion, right? Everyone's hyping up, hyping up Dion. They ain't even playing Dion. Dion's ass. So. Right now, they're really relying on their defense right now, which is looking pretty solid, right? But, you know, it's super top-heavy, and 
that's the issue with the Lakers. Like, super top-heavy. And once the both of those guys sit, right, that's why they're, like, you know, having, you know, Anthony Davis, you know, switch off up and off of LeBron James so they can maintain offensive, you know, rhythm and such. But, you know, what happens if they both have a bad game, right? Like, this would be, this would be you know, pretty terrible to watch when you think about it. Like, it's like, ugh. Like, right now, they're doing, like, a little bit of pick and rolls, Anthony Davis. Of Alex Caruso just feeding it to him. Anthony Davis just killing it. Just killing it. Anthony Davis is too good. Right? I mean, when you have two MVP caliber players on the team, it's going to be a little bit easier, you know, to beat certain teams. You know what I'm saying? But even the Blazers, like, everyone was so excited about the Blazers. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe the Blazers do, you know, give up another game, right? Like, but not from, but you know, just from what I'm seeing from the Blazers, this is it. Like, like, like just by watching them play, like you know, like they're they're pretty pretty inconsistent in offense, like pretty bad, dude, pretty bad. It's like what I said, like in the previous times, where Damian Lillard had to average like 40, 50 points and stuff. Just for them to barely win, right? Barely win. And the one play that stood out to me was when the Lakers, they literally did not run back. And it was three on three. They literally did not run back. And guess what? Nurkish and Whiteside didn't run back either, right? And they didn't even capitalize on driving in the paint. There was no center in the paint, I believe. And they still didn't get a shot off, like, at all. Like, that was how bad, you know, it was. Like, like where's the fight in, you know, this so-called Blazers? Like, where's the fight? Like, look, the Lakers should win this. And they should, the real danger is going to be coming from, you know, that Oklahoma City and, you know, Houston Rockets, you know, series, where the Rockets should win. You know, they're... They should have swept the OKC Thunder, but, you know, there's a ref ball going on right now. I, there's too much ref ball going on right now. Where players are getting, like, five fouls. I mean, last time, like, Melo got, like, five fouls for, for some reason. Like, everyone's getting, like, five fouls. Dwight was getting five fouls, right? Like, what's going on? And, you know, they fouled out James Harden. So, you know, they had to prolong the series a little bit. But, overall, OKC should lose to the Rockets. Rockets should beat their ass. Right now, going up, going back to the you know, Lakers Trailblazers series, like you know, people want to say like, oh, like, like uh, you know, Damian Lillard's like you know, finger has an issue, right? You know, Blazers, you know, Zach Collins injured, you know, so what? You play who who's in front of you, you know, at the end of the day, and even with those players, you know, being fully healthy, this Blazers team doesn't have enough, I I believe, to keep up with the Lakers, like. Like, I mean, this is going to come down to, you know, star players or star players. Like, even if, you know, even if, you know, the Blazers have, like, you know, a little bit more scoring options, like, it's going to come down to star player, star player. And, you know, Whiteside, Nurkish, they can't do the deal with Anthony Davis. LeBron James is, you know, 
It's eating off of Gary Trent, even though Gary Trent's playing some good defense on him. He's eating off on him, right? You know, they're just driving into the paint. They're not really, like, you know, Whiteside, Nurkish, they're not really doing anything. They're just, they're just gas right now. They don't really have any backups to, you know, let them rest, basically. So they're just, the Lakers should just keep on driving in over and over and over again. Like, like it is what it is sometimes, but... Is it? I think it, I think this is it for the, the Trailblazers. But you know, who knows? And weirder things have happened. But, you know, Dame time running out right now. Like what Paul George is saying, Dame time's running out. Think, think that should be it. It's getting hot out here, man. Like. Dude, California is going to heat wave. California's literally on fire right now. Literally on fire. NorCal's literally on fire. There's some fire tornadoes going on, man. There's like, I don't know, flood. I thought it was like a flood warning like a couple weeks ago. Like, dude, what is up with California? You think about California, you think about these mayors cutting off like, cutting off, uh, you know, utilities and stuff. But, ah, man. 2020 is uh it's not looking not looking like it's letting off the gas pedal right now and i just want to say for everyone listening you know y'all stay safe out there and i will see you next time all right y'all peace out later